are you? I'm doing really well. How are you? We're doing over here. Oh, that's so great. With two little. I know. <laughs> There's my three-year-old. Three. Oh, so sweet. Now, you have your weekends off, but you work every day during the week, right? Yes. I have uh, two littles and I work Monday through Friday, yeah. sixth grade science teacher. Yeah. That's kind of what I had planned on doing, but I don't know if I could do the teaching part while having the babies part. I don't know how you can do that. I know. Uh, uh... But you had your first one um, just... What, at 38? Yes. At 30. Actually, no, 39. I was 39 when I had him. And you, was he your first? He was, yep. A, that was an AMA pregnancy, too. It was. I didn't yeah. know that. I, it's so fun for me to talk to people on the phone because I have forgotten everything. It's like hearing I, it all over again. It's all good because I don't know how you remember it happened. Uh, hey, I'm yeah, like, I remembered you're a teacher. Remember That's good. Yesterday, let alone like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, well, I didn't meet my husband until I was 37. Mm-hmm. And we got married the following year. I was 38. And then um, we weren't sure if I could have kids because I had to have a leap procedure done actually a couple days before I first met my husband. I had to have that done. Oh, really? Yeah, it, because yeah of... they found some precancer cells, and oh. so had to take a big chunk, and they were like, you know, you might not be able to get pregnant, so. Was that you know, in, and... in your cervix, or? Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. in my cervix. So I was kind of up front with my husband when we met. I was like, so here's the deal, because I know this. I'm like, yeah. I want kids, but I don't know if that's going to happen I'm like, it would be different if I wasn't told something, you know what I mean? And then yeah. found out, but I'm like, this is what I was told. So, Oh, um, well, that's too bad. You wouldn't think it would affect it too much now that we are experts and we know everything, but right? I know like, cause it's on kind of on the outside, but I guess it could affect getting pregnant. Like actually yes. this. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. they were like the scar, cause of, you know, scar yeah, tissue. And this, so it was a pretty big chunk. That's why they said it would yikes. probably be so, difficult yeah. to get pregnant. So we are like, well, we started trying pretty much right away because I was like, you know, I'm not, I ain't getting any younger. So, uh, Same. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I started right off the bat, I did um, temping. So I did basal body temperature to kind of track yeah. cycles because I'd always had short cycles um, that could range anywhere between 21 to 27 days was the absolute longest one I've ever had. Is that follicular phase shortened or is it your luteal phase or is it like my kind lu- of equal? My luteal phase is very short. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Like seven days. Max. Wow. Yeah. And so my mom was telling me that cause they didn't know a lot of that stuff at that time, but it took her a year to get pregnant with me and then a year, another year to get pregnant with my brother. And she had really short cycles. That's like I so had. amazing. So I'm sure it's kind of. Yeah, I, yeah, the the cycles, our cycles really do seem to often follow our moms. I don't know if yeah. they're supposed to, but they they mine did. My daughters did. Yeah, yes, yeah. very much so. So I was like, okay, well, this is interesting. Good to know. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, because well, I mean, there were times as a child I would have two periods in a month because it just happened to how it fell. Oh, and oh, yeah, yeah, I understand. No, I totally get it because I kind of have shorter. Not too much, but enough to get two in a month, like one in the beginning mm-hmm. of the month, one at the end. So huh, you get more. Like, t- oh, I have it like once, just once a month. And I'm like, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> and I bleed for seven days. I'm like, <laughs> I started reading a little bit about PCOS and 
100 days, 150 yeah. days in between ovulating. Oh, yeah. I, that would be really hard. Oh, yeah. Right? I, I think you know me well enough to know I don't think I can handle that. <laughs> like, no, I, I don't know. I would be doing, I would be, I don't know what I would be doing. But so you, did Anything you? Anything and everything. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, and yeah. I'd be sharing it too. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, it's always good. The thing is, is that a lot of women don't talk about this stuff. So then you feel alone and isolated. So it's good that we're kind of trying to break some of those barriers and talking yeah. about all this stuff. Yeah. Like, I've noticed yeah. too, the ladies that we've been lucky enough to be around is different <laughs> than what's out there. Yeah. Just the way, I mean, we can really say anything. We really can yeah. say anything. Yeah. So. But, you know, maybe yeah. we're just, maybe it's because of our age. We're like, you know what? <laughs> I know. <laughs> what <it is> and <laughs> How so long did it take him, to? Um, I was pretty lucky. It was only three months. Okay. Three months after we had gotten married officially. I got my positive pregnancy That's test so with nice. my son. Um, and everything was kind of right on track of course we did the genetic testing because of my age um but everything was looking great with him they had no concerns we had i only had the one ultrasound and that was the 20 week ultrasound with him um and then you know i had wicked constipation (laughs) that was no fun Uh, but everything else was normal and then at it was exactly 33 weeks in the morning i was about ready to get out of bed. It was a snow day, snowstorm here, and yeah. my husband had already gone out. He was on call, um, and I felt a little, like, leak, and I was like, oh, no, I didn't want to, like, like pee my pants, oh, and God. as I was taking steps to the bathroom, it more just kept leaking out, so um, I called, called my doctors, and they called me back, and they told me to come in, so oh, cleaned no. off the car from snow and drove myself down yeah. to the hospital, and snowstorm, called my husband on the way, my water had broken. Mm. At, at 30, exactly 33 weeks. Exactly 33 weeks. Yeah, yeah. And so they had to um, either transfer me to Portland uh, or Dartmouth-Hitchcock and live in New Hampshire because they had the higher-rated NICUs um. around, and they're, like, whichever one had a bed available. So I was oh. shipped by ambulance to Dartmouth, and they were just like, you know, hopefully he'll stay in, but we'll monitor. We oh. won't stop it if it does come because we're ready. Uh, and then at about this seems so early for them the to say that. morning I started having labor and yeah at 5:32 he was born wow. so so was he 33 plus 1 or he was still on his 33 weeks he was 33 and 1 yeah when he came out one. 33 and 1 when he came out so he what uh so you just went into early labor like just period like that's yeah is yeah, it do you think it could have been partly because of your cervix or well they that's what they weren't sure about um so when i was trying for number two that was one of the things like they're like well yeah. we'll check we'll keep monitoring your cervix we'll try to do um, either was... the progesterone or whatever to kind of make sure that yeah. that stays nice and closed yeah um was he born cesarean then or no nope he was okay. natural they were trying to checking and they were like oh you're only you know seven centimeters oh. at six well, maybe it was 632 at six o'clock whatever and um an hour later yeah he, so they couldn't find I was any like, reason I need to push like oh my gosh you, they couldn't find any reason for him wanting to come early 
No, it was just the water broken, and so my body was like, and it's time, because uh, water's broken, so... Oh, yeah. The two the two times happen. when I got my water broken, it was like, hold on to the seats, yeah. because... Yeah. Yeah, that it's was, coming out after that. That was the way the body I held on for a little bit longer. And then, yeah, it was like, nope, you know, he's, he's coming out now. Oh, We're getting rid of him. Yeah. You had, so he was uh, a NICU baby. You, how long? Yeah. Yep. Yep. He was in the NICU. Uh, gave birth to him naturally and they took him um, right out yeah. of the room. And he was on CPAP and in an isolate. Yeah. IVs, of course, the tube feeding. Yeah. Um, and they had to give him antibiotics because I never had the GSB test because it was I wasn't 36 weeks, oh. and so they had to preemptively give him antibiotics as well as me just in case. But um. yeah, I I think they also gave mine um, antibiotics, and I wonder yeah. if that has anything to do with you know their stomach because mine had such the stomach issues. Right. Also with the, I mean, they are newborn, I mean, premature, so they aren't developed quite as much in their digestive system, I don't think. Are you hungry, sweetheart? <laughs> oh. Yeah. She's like, daddy, I'm hungry. <laughs> Hold on, let me pick her up. <laughs> Being hungry is serious. <laughs> exactly. It's a now or never, a do or die. Oh, yeah. Food. Yeah. We... All my kids are get hangry like my husband does. Oh, gosh. <laughs> food ASAP. <laughs> so my son was in the NICU for, and we were very lucky, only 15 days. They kept telling us to expect him to be in until Gosh. my due date officially. Yeah. Um, but he came out, he was quite large for 33 weeker. Oh. He was 19 inches long and five pounds and two ounces at 33 weeks with a 33 centimeter head. Wow. So, yeah. He was longer than mine and mine was a week later. Yeah. So yeah, he, he was, was pretty a, long. Yes, he was a long baby. Oh, so sweet. I mean, I've heard you speak about the Nick you heard. <laughs> seen. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and I know it was, there was things about the NICU that were really difficult for you. Yes, absolutely. And what are the things that were the most difficult for you? I think the most difficult was blaming yourself yeah. because you couldn't carry baby to term. You know, you felt like your body failed you yeah. in that regard. Like now he's out having to fight to, to breathe and, you know, to live. And, um, and then I was unable to produce, I pumped around the clock, mm. uh, for the two weeks or so that he was in there with the high powered, like hospital pump. And I was only able to produce at max six MLs. And it just, Gosh, again, that that's... just weight of my body's failing, my child, like kind of thing just oh, kind of yeah. was the hardest yeah. to see him struggling and feeling like it was my fault. Like I couldn't, yeah. you know, yeah. fix it or, um, yeah, that's, that's really tough. I also couldn't pump really. And yeah, but my desire wasn't as, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was, it's my heart isn't, you know, broken if I can't mm -hmm. with this one, of course I did feel the guilt and I still do because he's, you know, dairy intolerant too, to top it mm -hmm. off. Yeah. I hear you. So they told me after having him, they're like, wait at least 18 months before getting pregnant again, because that, kind of greatly reduces the risk of having another preterm baby, mm. especially with unknown circumstances and whatnot. Mm. Um, so it was about March of 2020. And I was like, okay, I know like we're getting close to that mark and I'm older. I'm like, I feel mm. like, you know, we should start trying, you know, now. Um, 
and I started tracking my period again first for like another month or so to just kind of see like where my cycles were at, if they were still kind of the same thing. And, um, and so we, you know, month after month wasn't successful. We got a positive result in August, um, 2020 in 2020. Yeah. Positive result in August of 2020. But I, I was like, I checked it again, like the next day and I was like, it hasn't got any doctor darker. And I'm like, I don't know if it looks even lighter now. Um, Mm. but my, I would have been five weeks because my, Mm. everything, my cycle was thrown off. So, uh, and then ended up losing that one. Um, so that was so, a chemical, you know, I don't even know the specifically chemical versus early miscarriage. I think it's right around if you can, um, identify the heartbeat kind of on an ultrasound. I think they do that like yeah. that, but yeah, but yeah, yeah. that's, you know, so, um, I can get pregnant, but yeah, I was like, you know, maybe I'm sorry about that. again, you know, age and, yeah. and whatnot. And yeah. so I was like, that was, did you, were that you, was hard. I know. Um, yeah. Did, were you open with anybody about trying? Did anyone know? Um, so a woman that I had met on BBC, like we were trying, um, we became <laughs> like long distance, like pen pals and, and whatnot. So we still, we text each other to this day That's now so sweet. Um, of it. So it's been a couple of years. And so we kind of talked about it there. And my mom had told me, she was like, cause she had a, a miscarriage before oh. she had me. Um, so there was, I mean, it's fairly common, like just no one ever talks about it. Yeah. So. so you didn't know she did? No. I think especially with an older generation, they just don't bring that sort of thing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so I had made um, plans with my doctor. For, I scheduled out for October. I was like, you know, this is six months trying. I'm over mm-hmm. 40 at this point. Like, I know they yeah. said, you know, to get in. I was like my husband and I talked, we're like, we'll just have the basics checked just to make sure if there's anything that on the surface we could do. Yeah. Um, um, cause we were just thankful that we had Alden. So at that point, oh, that's a sweet and, name. Uh, and so, um, I had that appointment scheduled at the end of October and we were working on month seven, mm-hmm. um, at that point of trying. And so, uh, like, a couple days, I think it was two days before my appointment, I was supposed to go in. I got a positive pregnancy test. Oh, so um, that's great. When I went in, I yeah. love that. Yeah. Did you still go in? Yeah. <laughs> I still went in and I was like, oh, I got a positive. And so they're like, oh, well, let's draw, you know, the, yeah. <laughs> the blood work for this. And um, they also did. So you were 40? Were you 41 or almost? Uh, I was almost 41. I turned okay. 41 in December of that year. And so, um, yeah, I had, and they were like, where they checked me at six weeks and ultrasound. Then I had many ultrasounds, uh, with Rose and many office appointments, yeah. um, met with the, uh, maternal fetal medicine doctor in Portland a few times. And then they kind of told my yeah. OBGYN, like what kind of care I needed and how that's, often that's how mine seen. worked too. Yeah. Um, so that was all good. Everything was coming back good for her. And, and then of course I ended up with gestational diabetes. Yeah. With this uh, one. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was pretty rough for you. Sometimes it can be really bad, like really, yeah. really bad. Yeah. 
I, I mean, I was lucky. Everything else was controlled with my diet perfectly fine. Oh, it gosh. was that fasting glucose. So over the course of the night, mm-hmm. um, of not eating, like it was just really that's high. That's gotta be I a worry. And like, I mean, that's something I, you know, I don't hear much of because I'm not in those groups, you know, the, the gestational mm-hmm. diabetes groups and stuff, but that's gotta be a constant traumatic worry. You know, oh, yeah. just worrying about. Yeah. So um, if you do not control your gestational diabetes, not only can the child grow to uh, huge proportions and can cause them to get stuck in the birth oh. canal or whatnot um, and just trouble delivering because they get so big. Yeah. Uh, what happens also is that as soon as you get them off the umbilical cord, their blood sugars oh. crash because their pancreas is used to overproducing to kind of contract what was coming in through the placenta and so it takes a long time for their bodies to regulate more guilt for you yeah yeah exactly i'm not gonna do this to my child (laughs) oh god oh my gosh so um can and that can set them up for um yeah it can they're like well you had gestational diabetes you are more at risk to developing type two diabetes later on as well. So I need to watch um, my own diet and whatnot. um, I'm I'm wondering if the gestational diabetes has more of effect on the baby because it was in the womb of someone who had the diabetes or because of genetics, like just because the mother had it, you are at an increased risk. Do you know? Yeah. Well, they said to be careful anyways, like, just lifestyle and whatnot, but a lot of it is genetics, but they, I mean, I don't know if it's more one way or the other as far as predisposition because I had it in the womb or not. Yeah. I'm, I've been researching a little bit uh, here and there about stuff uh, affecting, you know, well, because of gestational carrier, I've been researching a lot of how the mother does affect the Mm -hmm. fetus and it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. So I ended up having to do, a lot of insulin at night. We got up higher and higher doses of oh. having to give myself insulin just that one time because everything else was controlled with diet. Um, and then as we were getting closer to the end, I would go in twice a week. I'd have to have uh, the stress test done as well mm. as an ultrasound. So, like, they would check, and if she failed that test, then I had to go across the hall to have the stress test done to make sure oh. the heart rate was doing what it needed to do. And every did she um, appear okay? Most yeah, time. a lot of the time she was just kind of not as active yeah. when I would go in. Uh, and then, of course, as they got bigger, they didn't, you know, they don't move a whole lot. No. There's a little, <laughs> little room to move around in there. And um, yeah. and then I also had to, because of the gestational diabetes, as well as my history and whatnot, and our advanced age, you know that we have a higher increased chance of the placenta to stop working at yeah. any point. So I had um, more of a fear of stillborn because the placenta would just stop working. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, you yeah, that's something that's, that. yeah, that's something that I'm seeing a lot of now that I'm yeah. on the Instagram, which I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I kind of didn't see that part of it as much, but oh man. Yeah. I, I yeah, that was, yeah, it was definitely a, 
a worry. I was like, oh. okay, I, I'm almost going to feel better if you're outside here because then I can, you know, I know. Watch I, yeah, at that point, I know how that feels. You're just like, okay, oh, I, I yeah. remember reaching that point too. Like, okay, I'm, it was just a few days though before I had him because he was already 34 weeks, but I was like, okay, I'm ready now. Like, if it happens, I'll, I'll be okay. No, right. this is too much. I can't, yeah. But, oh, goodness. Yeah, no, I, yeah. and you guys are, so he, so you named her Rose. Yep. Yes, that's so sweet. That's my, I have an Aunt Rose. Oh, <laughs> See, it was just a name as a teacher, like, you come across so many names. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. you get veto for a lot of them because you're like, no, 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 I've had. That's too bad. Of, <laughs> yeah, my son is, is having like. a boy and they, they keep saying, you know, these names and they're all fine, but I'm like, I taught a kid with that name. I'm never yeah. going to be able to forget that kid. Exactly. So, like, okay, I haven't heard Rose at all. You know, my 10 years of teaching, I haven't had a Rose. Yeah, and I only taught for a couple. So I was like, yeah, let's go with that. And it's easy, like, simple. It's really sweet, too. It's just, it's kind of um, not um, courtly, but, like, it's kind of, like, uh, stately in a way, you know? Yeah. But, you know, like, kind of. Definitely an old English Yeah, but beautiful. Yeah. And your husband, uh, how has he been through through all of this? He's been really good. He's been, you know, the the calm person. Yeah, uh, it's good to have one of those. Yeah, he was kind of like when I, you know, of course, called him and was like, uh, "Just so you know, you know, my water's broken. I'm on my way to the hospital with." <laughs> oh man, he was pretty good. He's like, "Okay," he's like, "I just finished my call." He's like, "I'll meet you there." Like he's always been good. Um, maintaining he's like thank god it's you and not me because you hate needles so you know having to stab myself (laughs) multiple times a day yeah my husband had it with the needles like i can't even get him to go to the doctor's appointments with me now okay well hold on um yeah yeah so i was getting older they figured that 39 weeks was when that was the cutoff point that they, as far as they would let me go anyways because of That's, the GD and... Yeah, I would especially think because of that. I, yeah. I, um, and they were worried that she was going to be too big because at one point she was, like, measuring a couple weeks ahead of time. Oh, and gosh. How big like, was she? She's on this track. She's going to be, like, a 10-and-a-half-pound baby at, like, 39 weeks. But <laughs> How... we got her under control, which was good. <laughs> good. My, <laughs> my started do- leveling out and my blood sugars actually started dropping, so I kind of had a feeling that the placenta might start to be wearing off because my blood sugars, which had kept going up, started to drop even though I was just sticking with the exact same amount and they're supposed to keep going up as you get closer to the end. So I was like, I'm glad we're going down because I kind of think it would. Interesting. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we had to do induction, which is funny. I was like, so my first one came out seven weeks early and my second one had to be evicted. (laughs) (laughs) Do you find it in their personalities? Like Uh, one being late? Because with with my mom, she was pregnant. Her first was four weeks overdue. Oh, my God. I know. And he's um, sort of acts that way as an adult. You know what I mean? Like you kind of have to evict him. And then there was me who was, I was trying to come early, like since like six months. And I have that personality today. Like I'm very early. Like I get very disturbed if I'm late. Yeah. Be very punctual. Yeah. It's funny. I see it's an egg. Oh. Um, I'm going to say it's 
similar with a lot of things. Like I tell my husband all the time, I'm like, they're so like you. I'm like, I think the only thing they got for me is my blue eyes. But everything else, they got your cut chin, the same cowlicks in the hair, the same hangriness. Oh. <laughs> so I, I was going to ask, how, so you're, I know you're in the teaching profession, and how do you feel that you've, like, you're trying to conceive at an older age was accepted? Do you, Can you do, ask that one more time? Sorry. Yeah, how do you, I'm just wondering, as an older woman, how people have received it that you have had children, like at work and, yeah, just like your family. Let's see, the first time around, um, you know, it was received really well. We actually ended up having four four people in the building at the time that were expecting kids. Oh. Um, and then this last time I told my admin really early um, just because I knew that I would have to go in more frequently for appointments. Yeah. So I was like, just so you know, because I'll be having to leave early, you know, probably once a week, especially as we get going. Oh, okay. Um, but thankfully, we were still kind of half in person and half remote. Oh, so that yeah. Worked out, so I didn't. So I didn't end up missing um, yeah. a lot of class time for that. And then, of course, she was born in July. And so everyone, everyone's been, you know, supportive, and they don't say anything horrible about you being old or anything like that. No, because my kids, uh, my students don't know. They they assume that I am really young because I have young <laughs> Isn't kids. Isn't that cute? And I just yeah. them. I was like, yep, That's sure. So and funny. they tell me about how old their parents are. And I'm like, I'm older than your parents. <laughs> yeah, I'm an 11-year-old. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's so cute. Oh, Well, yeah, well, great. I mean, I'm so happy for you. And <laughs> What did you say his name was? My toddler. Yeah, what did you say his name was again? I'm sorry, say it again? His name, what did you say his name was again? His name is Alden. Alden, that's what I thought. I didn't want to say Alden, but Alden. That's that's yeah. nice, Alden. Yeah, it was my, <laughs> my great-grandfather's name. Oh, that's sweet. Very old name, huh? Yeah, both, both really nice names. They, they go well together, yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't want to take any more of your time on this Saturday. Uh, where where are you around anyway? Like, because I'm in Washington State, and that area code looks familiar. Yeah, I am in uh, Maine, actually <gasps> Southern Maine. Oh, so I was wondering. You said Portland. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yep. 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 I figured you were over there, though. You said Dartmouth instead of Portland, Oregon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Instead of Portland, and I would have said Dartmouth. So. <laughs> So, yeah, well, thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you I... bet, and if you have any other questions or whatnot, let me know. Okay. So. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess I'll we'll end it here, and I'll see you when yeah. I see you around. Yeah, okay. absolutely. It was great talking to yeah, you. Yeah, you too. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>